This child is extremely gifted and has been blessed with rare rare properties that have the potential to bring order back to the galaxy. Hello and welcome to episode 482 of Under the Call of MS. This is a previews final episode for this month of goodies that are going to come out in the future. And that was a quote from Moff Gideon. And we got a couple comics we're going to talk about. And then we're going to jump on over to the final bits of previews items for this month. And the comics, first couple comics we got are the Star Wars, The Mandalorian from Marvel Comics. Number three and number four. I'm not sure. There might be five. I don't know how long these are going to go on. But these, after I ordered them, I found out I had it ordered, I believe, up to number four. And I did not know this was going to go off the TV series, which is fine. I mean, this way, if I can't watch TV, I can read this, this whole thing and get myself a nice little story along the way and very enjoyable movies or TV series that we had on Disney Plus. But After the fall of the Galactic Empire, lawlessness has spread throughout the galaxy. The Mandalorian travels ever onward with an unshakable code of honor. This is the way. Star Wars, The Mandalorian. Chapter 3, The Sin. After collecting the child, Mando was ambushed by Trandoshan warriors, and his ship was scavenged by Jaws. Jawas, not Jaws. <laughs> With help from the Ognat Kuil, Mando made a deal with the Jawas, retrieved the egg from the giant mudhorn, and he can have the parts to his ship back. Mando made good on the deal and is now on his way back to the client to get rid of that evil little Grogu character. (laughs) But yeah, it's nice having these, but the reason I didn't care, because I was jumping off this anyways, but I didn't mind getting these two because... Issue three, the cover is that moment when the child grabs for the little round ball on the shifter in the Mandalorian spacecraft, and he takes it off and hands it to the little dude. And issue four has a awesome Peach Momoko uh, artwork done on it. And so that's why I got those two. But yeah, like I said, I don't mind having the story. But I've seen it multiple times already. So it's... Reading it just didn't... It's nothing really new. It felt like there was a few little pieces here and there that were a little little something-something. A little something-something extra. But yeah. Then we got Vampirella Mind Warp, number one and number two. <clears throat> I sadly had number two thinking I read number one, and I read number two, and then 
then I got the box with number one in it. So, <laughs> so it happens when you order from different companies. Uh, you should always get the same things from the same companies so you don't get it screwed up. But yeah, we get to see Vampirella in a big battle with a werewolf twice her size, two, three times her size. And someone just happens to be spying on her along the way, and we get to find out why. Why they are sent to track her, to try and put a necklace on her, and all kinds of interesting things happen along the way that you're going to just have to read to figure out and understand and know. But these Mind Warp covers have been awesome. I wanted to stay with all the A covers because they're very psychedelic. But the second A cover I didn't care about, so I went with the B cover. And it was one that I couldn't see. They didn't have an image yet. And I got it, and it was awesome. It's Vampirella laying in a pool of blood water and it's just it's awesome uh but yeah this takes off with our story from where issue one leaves off and i just hate ruining things because basically some people were giving given bodies but not the bodies that they expected and things have changed and we're dealing with a party in here with uh, a variety of magic power wielding characters in this uh, in this event for some organization that's got some special things going on that you're gonna have to read to find out but if you like Bambrella and you like want a different story line to go off of that's a little more uh, twisty turny psychedelic -y. just a fun fun look at the characters and a great storyline so far two issues in i'm enjoying it i'll stick it out and then my last one i'm going to talk about is who's who in the oh yeah comics universe number four uh this one's got sammy the squirrel in it which i'm picking up the sammy the squirrel book tomorrow can't wait to check that out and it's basically with these books uh, you get to see a bunch of Arts Baltazar and other people's characters in here. And it gives you their species, their powers, their story, their first appearance, and who they are created by with some little footnotes. And it's a great way to introduce all your characters if you have a huge variety of characters in your world and it's like there's so many awesome ones in this issue you got your pesquitty yeti pesquitty yeti you got your toasty ghost <laughs> you got sammy this girl you got gyro man or gyro man depending on how you want to say it the mama woogies are in here and the big woogie 
It's just, yeah. It's, these are awesome just because you can get to know more about the characters and then find out about characters you don't know nothing about. The cover's got a cool little uh, embossedness to it with the black ink. Kind of pops out a little bit. I like how Art did that. But yeah, it's this is the fourth one in a probably a long running series of these. But I've picked them up. I enjoy them. And of course, they got a nice little uh, piece of artwork on the back, and it just so happens that the Goji Nana is popping out from the alleyway between the oh yeah comics store and the store next door but yeah lots of fun check those out i enjoyed them but yeah and then i think that's gonna be it and we're gonna get to the previews right after this Next up, we got Rick and Morty versus Cthulhu number one by Oni Press. What could be worse than an off-planet sugar deal gone wrong? Tripping through a Lovecraftian hellscape with the Smith family as they fight a cosmic sentient color and racist fish people? That can't be right. Ah, Rick and Morty, I'm so far behind on that. I've only watched a couple episodes. Looks like a lot of fun. They've had a lot of interesting comics that have come out along the way. They have Rob Zombie's Monsters, Little Big Head Stylized Figures, 3-Pack by NECA, Gramps, Herman, and Lily. And all their goofiness looks. I know, they had one issue with the characters looking like that. Way back in the beginning. So let's make a whole movie on something that nobody knows anything about. Uh, I don't know. I hope he does good with the movie, but we'll see what happens. They have Robonic Stooges, Stooge Wars, number one, by American Mythology. The impossible to find limited crowdfunder and AM web store exclusive cover. This is harder to find than a competent stooge. And it's, it's not into those runs, but you missed out on it. And you're looking for that cover, here's your chance to get that cover. Which hopefully is worth something because they're pricing it high enough. We have Sala Ni Yalo, Path of the Shades, by Living the Line. Waking up at the banks of the Wainai Yalo as a shade. A young warrior must make his way to the mountains of Nakuvadra. Dwelling place of the gods. They're amongst the Kaluyalu, the spirits of his ancestors. 
The shade will find rest. The journey will not be easy. I don't understand what I just read, but who knows. We have Sandman Universe, Dead Boy Detectives, number one, by DC Black Label. The Sandman Universe grows as two of its most beloved characters return to the spotlight. Charles Rowland and Edwin Payne have been detectives for decades and dead best friends even longer. But their investigation into a Thai American girl's disappearance from her Los Angeles home puts them on a collision course with new and terrifying ghosts that could give even a dead boy nightmares, including a bloodthirsty Cressu, even scarier than the ghost. Though neither wants to admit it, the boys might be growing apart, a perilously close and perilously close by to the boys' adventure. That don't make sense. Thessaly, the witch, finds herself held hostage by dangerous ma- magics, both a threat to her life and an insult to her ego that simply will not go unanswered. Hmm. Don't know what that's all about either, really. But Sandman can be very goofy and strange. So. They have a Savage She-Hulk number one facsimile edition by Marvel Comics. We have a Savage Tales Winter Special number one one shot, which this is awesome fallback to. And the uh, last Savage Tales one I really enjoyed. Savage Tales is back with four tales of brutality, thrills, and spills. This one shot features art by her two up and up by her two up and coming artists from the renowned Kubert School. This issue's lineup includes. Devil Juice by Scott Brian Wilson and Max Fuchs. Draculina finds that to get revenge on an enemy demon, she first she's first got to go through a wall of bodybuilders. Crypt Junkies by Scott Brian Wilson and Marino Benetez Chapo. Vampirella accompanies a reality TV crew to film the opening of a 1,000-year-old sarcophagus with unforeseen bloody results. Captain Gulliver Jones, in His War Chapter 2 by David Avalone and Hamish Monroe Cook, more mystery from the journals of Gulliver Jones and his strange relationship with the savage world of Mars. John Carter and Deja Thoris in Honeymoon on Mars by David Avalone and Emin Casalos. It's a tale of love and adventure featuring the warlord of Mars and his beautiful mate Deja Thoris on the dying world of Barsoom. Yeah, I, I love these fallbacks to Savage Tales. And I'll probably grab hold of that one, too, since it's a one-shot. We have Scarlet Witch, Volume 3, Number 1, by Marvel Comics. Look for more information on this title and future Marvel previews, because we don't want you to buy it now. We just want you to look at it 
And because it's Scarlet Witch, we think it's going to be so popular, you don't need a storyline. <laughs> I hate the Scarlet Witch characters. <laughs> yeah, at least give me some type of storyline if you want me to buy that stuff. All right. We got Shang-Chi, Master of the Ten Rings, number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. And this one also, look for more information on this title future. This character I like more, but I still ain't buying it without a description. So you're shit out of luck there. You might as well not even sell those items. At least to me. She-Hulk's still going strong with volume 4, number 9, and 10. I see that was supposed to end at number 6 or 7, I think. They have, this is cool. I want it, but I can't. I just can't do that. That price. We have the She Omnibus by Crusade Entertainment. Oh, this is so pretty looking. I want it. All it says for description is text, 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 text. <laughs> so someone forgot to put down the text. And it's retailing out at 154 uh, it doesn't know what's in it, though. But, yeah. That would be all my budget on that one. No. Cat decided to go upstairs. And he's like, I'm going to start knocking shit down just because it's not even dinner time, but I'm going to be a dick anyways. Go outside and play for a while. We got Silent Night, Deadly Night, number one, by American Mythology. I'll check all right. Ho, ho, ho. The slasher film that turned Christmas into a killer holiday is back. Billy saw his parents viciously murdered at the heads of a madman. At the hands, hands of a madman. In a Santa suit. Orphaned and alone, Billy suffered even more at the hands of an overly strict nun, turning him into a killing machine. Hell bent on punishing the naughty, now, 40 years later, a new nightmare begins. A holiday killer is on the loose, but there's more here than just a psycho in a red suit. Sinister forces have awakened. To raise an unstoppable evil once more. Doiling out punishment with the edge of his axe. Don't get caught on his naughty list. On this naughty list. This is a brand new officially licensed story taking place after the events of the 1984 movie. And delivering a brand new horrifying holiday classic. This issue comes with four covers, main uh, yada yada yada. Yeah, interesting movie. Probably an interesting comic. Wish you would say it was a one shot. Because usually if it's a holiday related item, it wouldn't be an ongoing thing. But we'll have to see. If it's not gonna be a one shot, I'm not gonna grab it. But if it was, I would definitely grab hold of that for a Christmas fun Christmas special 
to review, we have Skullcat, Volume 1, Skullcat and the Curious Castle, Trade Paperback, by IDW Pat Publishing. Even though the castle is an eerie place full of dark secrets, Scully the Cat is excited to start his new job and prove himself to be a great gardener. But wait a minute. What happened to all his co-workers? Were they devoured by bloodthirsty vampires? Spooked by a love-struck ghost? Pranked by a comic-reading goblin? Enchanted by a sleepy sorcerer? Will Scully have to become the hero and uncover the truth behind Le Dark Chateau? He never signed up for this, middle-grade readers who love Fantasy and Spooky Adventure will treasure Norman Shurtiff's debut graphic novel like a magical gem. That, that looks fun. Great for middle school readers. Get yourself into comics if you're not. It's like, I know we got to keep going, but it just irritates me because I know people that are profiting from this aren't the people that should be, probably. (laughs) Take a swig. Oh, that tastes so good. Nice cold ice water. We have Stanley Chakra, the Invisible, or the Invincible. Stanley 100th Birthday Special by Graphic India. To celebrate the centenary of the legend himself, we are reprinting for the first time the original short story by Stanley of his superhero, Chakra the Invincible. This special edition also features an all-new special story by Chakra co-creator, Shared Davarajan and longtime series writer Ashwin Pandey, in which Stanley meets his creation and joins Chakra on an exciting new adventure. Yeah, it's fun, nice idea, but damn it. Let him rest in peace. Let's celebrate his past and not make up his future. I just, I don't like that. But hey, who am I to say? I'm sure someone's part of that that's deeply close to Stan. Not. (laughs) Uh, Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, Illyrian Enigma, number one by IDW Publishing. Journey to the new reaches in this exclusive comic tie-in set between seasons one and two of fan favorite Paramount Paramount Plus series Strange New Worlds. Great series from what I've watched so far. Star Trek fan or not, I say check it out. See if it pulls you in if you aren't a fan. Did with me. With Una accused of unlawful genetic modification by Starfleet, Captain Pike sets out in search 
of evidence that could prove his first officer's innocence. From the mighty pens of Trek duo Kristen Beyer and Mike Johnson, with art by Megan Levins. Yeah, lots of good Star Trek stuff if you like it on Paramount right now, Paramount Plus. They have a Star Wars Black Series, Darth Vader Force X Elite Life Lightsaber by Hasbro Comics. I don't think it does the real lightsaber stuff, but <laughs> it does include a removable kyber crystal. <laughs> You can pretend like you just can't turn it on because the kyber crystal's not in loaded into it. Oh, we got Star Wars High Republic Adventures Nameless Terror number one. Let's see where we're sitting. No, Christ, we're only halfway through our thing here. Plenty of time. Even in the shining light of the High Republic, there are shadows lurking in the galaxy. A Jedi mission to the planet Dalna suddenly comes under attack by unknown assailants. As the knights retreat to an ancient structure, it quickly becomes clear that they are far from safe. Something evil stalks the ruins. A ruthless predator. An unknown terror. A nameless fear. Or the cave itself is a creature. That happens a lot in Star Wars. (laughs) They have a Star Wars Millennium Falcon blanket in a bag by picnic time. The only thing I don't like is it's shaped like the Millennium Falcon. So it's kind of a weird blanket (laughs) layout. They have a Star Wars The Mandalorian Black Series Grogu 6-inch action figure by Hasbro that has Grogu in his little basin, floating basin item that's on a stand so it looks like it's off the ground floating. They have Star Wars The Mandalorian Black Series Luke Skywalker 6-inch action figure by Hasbro. And they have the Star Wars Mandalorian Vintage Collection Luke Skywalker figure. And next up, we got Tales from Earth 6, a celebration of Stan Lee number one one shot. Another Stan Lee related thing by DC Comics. Writer Mike, Michael Uslin, Mark Wade, Jerry Ordway, Kenny. Porter, Stephanie Williams, Michael W. Conrad, Becky Cloonan, Colin Kelly, Jackson Lanzig, Steve Orlando, Zach Thompson, and Megan Fitzmartin. Art by Lee Weeks, Kevin McGuire, Jerry Ordway, Carl Mostert, Juan Ferreira, Anthony Marquise, Pablo M. Collar, Max Dunbar, and Hayden Sherman. Over 20 years ago, Stan Lee reimagined the entire DC Universe. A criminal-turned-nocturnal warrior for justice. A champion from the Brazilian Amazon. An intergalactic lawman. And more. Sprang to existence from Stan's mind 
with the help of Michael Uslan. To celebrate the legendary comic book icon's 100th birthday, dive into 10 new adventures featuring his version of the DC Universe. Number one, he didn't write it, so how can it be his version? And they're new adventures, so he didn't write those. Batman faces down a villainous new threat, the Choker. Green Lantern digs deep when Necron arrives to consume the world tree. The Justice League teams up with a familiar face in order to save the day. Shazam ventures into a top-secret facility to face off against a mind-blowing and brain-burgling enemy. Oops. The Flash uses her time-bending speed abilities to attempt to reverse the tragedies of her past but may rob herself of her powers in the process. And chaos ensues when Wonder Woman becomes the editor of the National Exposer. I don't know. I wouldn't mind reading the little short stories. I know it's for his 100th birthday, but it's, it's a money grab, in my opinion. I just don't like when they do those things. But We'll see. Tales of Terror Quarterly 2022 Holiday Special. This is by Xenoscope Entertainment. 72 pages of content. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Unless you put yourself on Caress the Goddesses of Death's Naughty List. Featuring four tales of holiday-themed horror that is guaranteed to turn your white Christmas red. That's possibly my second hot winter holiday pick. We'll see. I haven't had no good Archie ones that grab me yet, which I was hoping for. They have a Techno Freak number one to four reader set. And then we have Three Ghosts of Tesla by Titan Comics. The Untold Story of Nikola Tesla's Final Adventure. Their Adventures won the 2018 Special Double Grande Ors Award for Best Writing and Best Drawing at Andine Convention, Belgium. Science meets the supernatural in award-winning cartoonist Richard Marizano's graphic novel when the eccentric eccentricities of infamous engineer and inventor Nikola Tesla are warped into a terrifying mystery during World War II. Well, what happens? Tell us. I mean, give us more. I did like some of the other early inventors storylines, but that one just doesn't have much to it. Thunder! Thunder! Thundercats! Ho! Thundercats Ultimates Lionel Hook Mountain Ice Con exclusive figure. Thundercats are making a comeback. Just like Transformers and everything else did. But this is a pretty cool Lionel Ice figure. He's got all that blue 
frozen look to it. Got multiple gloves. The lion hands gloves. He's got his weaponry, second head. It's pretty cool looking, but wow. The price tag for a action figure. It's from Super 7 Media. Retailing out at 73 bucks. Shoo! Better be good. We have Timeless 2022 number one one shot by Marvel Comics. It doesn't want to load, I guess. I'm getting attacked by a Purasaurus. All right. A shocking look at the Marvel Universe to come in 2023. The last battle of King the Conqueror. Tyrant of the Timeline. Master of Endless Legions. Warrior and Conqueror without compare. King is in search of the one thing he cannot have. But he is not the only one after the missing moment. And King soon finds himself in a new position. On the run across the events of the Marvel Universe's future. What's Kane on the run for? I thought he was one of the most popular characters out there in the Marvel Universe. Or one of the strongest. They have Tin Titans Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. PX lunchbox and beverage container by Surreal Entertainment. Basically, kids, that's a lunchbox with a thermos. They word it just really goofy. <laughs> uh, they have a Black Panther lunchbox and thermos. They have a Ghost Rider lunchbox and thermos. A Wolverine lunchbox and thermos. And a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated sewer layer PX lunchbox and beverage container. Now that one's my favorite out of all those. It's like just seeing the nice, the old early cartoon sewer layout on the lunchbox. And then of course the your beverage container or thermos, as we like to call them, is basically a ooze container with a warning symbol on it. So that makes it kind of fun. Then we have Titan, Mouse of Might, number one. Let's see, we could probably get a couple more comics in yet. Titan is an extraordinary mouse that has been endowed with powers beyond that of a normal mouse. Did you ever hear of Mighty Mouse? <laughs> this is Titan instead of Mighty. <laughs> he has taken on the appearance of a dark flyer, the mortal enemy of his kind. Titan is originally from another world where the animals are intelligent. See the Packins land. After triggering an explosion in his world, Titan is transported to the world of man. Issue 1, Titan sets out on a rescue mission to save another of his kind from the evil Ryan Research Center. I just... Oh, uh, this is just so funny because... 
I can't say my opinion about this, but I mean, <laughs> I just, I don't know. They're getting out of hand with some of these re-representations of stuff. Let's just come up with new ideas, folks. Quit the shit already. We have a Toho Godzilla, Godzilla, 1954 Glowcon exclusive reaction figure by Super Super 7 Media. They also have a Godzilla Jet Jaguar Glowcon exclusive reaction figure. I love these little glow-in-the-dark ones. They have the Mechagodzilla Glowcon exclusive figure and the Ultimate Shogun Godzilla glow action figure, which these have nice size dimensions. Work out pretty decent if you want to set them up. And then they also have Toho Ultimate Shogun Godzilla Green action figure by Super 7 Media. Alright, and we have Tori Amos, Little Earthquakes. This, yeah, we can get this, sneak this one in yet. This is by Z2 Comics that does all the wonderful music things. Celebrating 30 years of Tori Amos's breakout album, Little Earthquakes, the landmark rela- release that established her iconic thematic voice as well as her live intensity, behind the keys with unflinching lyrics and songs that would inspire generations of artists and musicians. This graphic novel demonstrates the lasting influence of this defining work with 24 stories inspired by the 12 songs on the album, as well as the 12 B-sides that accompanied the album and its associated singles. And so this one I'd love to get. I love Tori Amos's voice. It's just so soothing. I'd like to see what they do with that. I'd like to get them all those ones, but damn the price takes, but you are getting a lot of con- a lot of stories out of it. They have an unholy risk bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics. And they have a Universal Monsters Dracula Transylvania Ultimate 7-inch action figure by NECA. And I guess we're going to have to come back with one little short segment after this. I thought we could sneak them all in, but we ran out of time. We'll be back. Okay, let's finish up this month's previews of items coming out in the future. We only got a few left, so let's finish it up. We ended it out with, I believe, Universal Monsters Dracula Transylvania Ultimate 7-inch action figure from NECA Toys, which has, gives you a bat, a candlestick, a couple extra heads, and other things that you can add to your collection. And then we have... A War Goddess Beauty Bag set of five comics from Boundless Comics. And we get War Party number one of six by Rampart Press. After their families are killed during the French and Indian War, and the surviving child 
and the surviving child is captured, three brothers organize a rescue. When they receive shape-shifting powers from a female shaman, wolf, bear, eagle, jaguar, and gator all team up in an alliance against the French and the British. That sounds fun. It has an Indian folklore feel or Native American. I don't know which way I should say that nowadays without getting yelled at. <laughs> but it's got that feel to it to me. It looks interesting. They have a weird number two facsimile edition by Fantico Company or Fantico. Uh, the weird it was like an oversized magazine style comic I believe back in the day because I have some of them. Pretty sure they were the those style ones. The weird facsimile series continues with the second issue of the classic horror comic magazine. Originally published in April of 1966 by Erie Publications. Due to Erie's bizarre numbering system, this issue is labeled Volume 1, Number 11, Legacy Number 2. Published by Myron Foss, edited by Carl Burgos, and cover by Bob Powell, this facsimile has facsimile has been lovingly restored and printed on top quality gloss paper. This issue is solid pre-code horror comics that go right onto the back cover. There are no ads. And then it says on this cover that they have in this issue more vampires, werewolves, and monsters than any other magazine. <laughs> but yeah, I always like those. Those are some of the things that I got to read in my early childhood. The combat, the weird, the western style comics. And plus a little bit of Spidey and Batman and stuff like that whenever I could. Uh, West, Co West Coast Canuck, number one by Lev Gleason Productions. I don't know if this is going to join up with the other Canuck storyline. It's taking a while to load, but it's got that feel and the writing to it. A spy, a Mountie, and a former superhero are stuck on a cross-country train ride. What could go wrong? Everything. Welcome to the glided world of West Coast, of the West Coast. Or the gilded world of the West Coast. Well, what's going to go wrong? What kind of storylines? The train looks too new for this old style feel of the story. The look to it. But, I mean, definitely runs off the Captain Canuck basis. Is what it feels like to me. Then we have Witcher. The Ballad of Two Wolves. Number one. By Dark Horse. I don't know why all of a sudden the computer is being really hard to 
click on anything, I'm guessing that we're, it's doing some type of updates as I'm doing this. I guess I'm just going to have to talk about other stuff while they're doing this. And it's taking me right back to weird. Number two, facsimile edition instead of going to the next comic for some reason. Come on, don't take a shit on me now. <laughs> uh, yeah, There's so many things just have to go wrong at the last minute. So we'll try this one more time. The one we're looking for is Witcher, The Ballad of Two Wolves, number one. And if you haven't played the Witcher video game, check it out if you like the that style feel, the mythical, it just beautiful detail, wonderful worlds, and just, and I haven't checked out the new one yet, I'd like to, I've heard great things about it. Hailed as the greatest monster slayer, the infamous witcher Geralt is beckoned to the town of Grimwald. When a strange occurrence stirs murmurs of a werewolf on the prowl, rumors spread about the peculiar arrival of three piglet sisters. (laughs) With a grand mystery and a monster to kill, Dandelion may just find the inspiration he needs to write the perfect ballad. Yeah, that's definitely... Sounds like goofy, interesting, fun. Bartos, Zaitibor, and Mickey Mantilo. That's done by... Remember much of the early Witcher video games, but I know they're very artistically well laid out. But I don't remember getting deep into those games. I didn't think they pulled me in enough to make me spend a hundred some hours playing them like I'd have on many other games. <laughs> All right, next up, if it comes up, yeah, I don't even remember what it was. I'm not even going to try and guess. Okay, we got Wonderland Annual, A Wonderful Wonderland Life by Xenoscope Entertainment. Wonderland, the realm of dreams, has placed a target on the little Lytle family since before Kaylee was born. But what if Kaylee never existed? What if this realm never had a chance to sink its claws into her? How would the world have turned out without the erstwhile queen of all the madness? Find out in this twisted holiday, holiday story filled with cheer, yule, and insanity. They usually do a good job with those little parody style. Well, not really parody, more detailed styles of horror and story time. 
Uh, my pages aren't responding. They don't want to come up. Okay, now we're getting to the Archie-related stuff. We got World of Betty and Veronica, Jumbo Comics Digest, number 21, by Archie Comics. It's like, we need a good Archie Comics game going off. Somewhere else, outside of Riverdale, for a Christmas vacation or something like that that gets them in trouble in the Scottish Highlands or somewhere fun. But World of Betty and Veronica, Jumbo Comics Digest, number 21 by Archie Comics. Two brand new stories. First, in Snow Way... When Betty and Veronica make snowmen in front of Veronica's mansion, Veronica decides to outdo Betty and make a high-fashion snowwoman. Even though it's done mostly as a joke, it catches the eye of a holiday blogger and goes viral. Suddenly, Veronica's on fashion TV with a with a wild runaway with a wild runaway... Okay. Suddenly, Veronica's on fashion TV with a wild runway of fashionable snow people. <laughs> I don't, That's a misprint somehow. But can she keep her cool enough to maintain this level of cold weather celebrity? Then, expensive stuffing, Betty's volunteering at the local animal rehabilitation center when she's tasked with a very special case, the superhero Captain Flag's beloved pet eagle is sick. Does Betty have the know-how to bring this special super-powered animal back to health? You'll have to read it to find out. I expected to see more World of Archie and Betty and Veronica stories for the holidays. No luck. My cat is getting in trouble again. Just wanting to go and knock stuff off of everything. Just gotta be stubborn. Alright, we got X-Men. Volume 6, Annual Number 1, by Marvel Comics. Which, X-Men hasn't had nothing in a long time that really grabbed me, wanted me to read, made me want to read it. It's just not big on the whole school of super characters. They came out with so many series and shows with all the different ones. Different runs just kind of bored me out. But this one, the newest X-Man burns up the spotlight. In a surprising turn of events, Firestar, who had not yet fully embraced Krakoa, was elected to the X-Men at the Hellfire Gala. 
Her history with her mutant nature is a tumultuous one for many reasons, but her record as a hero is exemplary. Can she wrestle with her past in time to rise to the occasion thrust upon her? We will just have to wait and see. But I won't be jumping on that one. Just nothing really exciting or interesting in that dial and that layout for me to grab hold of. Let's see, we gotta be just about out or out of items if my stupid page would just load up. Okay, that's a follow-up. Looks like we got two left. We got Zagor. The Lost Mine graphic novel by Epicenter Comics. And we also get like follow-ups to Year Zero, Volume Zero. That's got another issue out. We got Vampirella, we got the Time Warp continuation. But this is Zagor, the Lost Mine graphic novel by Epicenter Comics. Comanches, Texas Rangers, Comancheros, and a legend of the lost gold mine in the Wichita Mountains. Prequel to Tex and Zagor Bandera. So, not going to tell us what's happening in those gold mines. What's going to... What's lurking in the dark? But nope. They don't like... They don't like that stuff, apparently. I don't know. Now I lost my train of thought, and I just totally forgot where I was going. With that, but the final one is Zoro's Feliz Navidad, special number one by American Mythology. I can't believe that Zorro has made such a big comeback. <laughs> Don't know anybody in in any of the clubs or groups that are reading it and reviewing it. So maybe I should just review one once in a while. But yeah, it said Zorro's instead of Zorro. So. But yet the cover just says Zorro Police Navidad. But the description said Zorro's. Feliz Navidad special, so that's a misprint. Feliz Navidad. It is Zorro's very first Christmas special ever. With adventurous new short stories and a few classic tales, I can get all this stuff out of my room myself. Well, I just have this job. Sorry, we got a thing going on here. Uh, Let's start this over all again. Feliz Navidad. It's Azoro's very first Christmas special ever. With adventurous new short stories and a few classic tales from yesteryear. Brought together into a fun package that celebrates the unique joy that is Zorro. The holidays are a special time and this issue brings out the very best in our hero as he delivers his own brand of peace and joy to the citizens of Pueblo de Los Angeles. 
This incredible issue celebrates the hero Zorro as he helps to bring the most wonderful time of year to life for the less fortunate. Join us in this unique look at the holidays through the eyes of the masked Avenger, Zorro. This issue comes with four covers. Yeah, we don't need to know about that. But yeah, Zorro's holding his own. He's got the gay blade and he's whipping up the Z's and slicing and dicing and keeping things going for the fans of the mythical swordsman. I don't know what you want to call him. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I used to read Zorro and the Lone Ranger and all those back in the day when I got a hold of my grandpa's comics and they're fun and interesting back then. I'm sure they still are, but I just don't get into those storylines at the moment. But we'll end it there. That's it for this month's catalog of goodies that are coming out in the future. Of things that are at least new and new starting up series and runs and one shots and all that. And all the goodies and toys you can buy. So check them out and we'll get back to you again with more next month.